Welcome to Hilliard Studio Podcast. I'm Liz Hilliard, the owner of Hilliard Studio Method. And I'm Lee Canelli, the director of training at Hilliard Studio Method. But we're more than just that. In fact, we are two women sharing love and life together. In this podcast, we will explore truth, authenticity, and the fears that hold us back from being our true selves. We hope to inspire you to be your most powerful self because life is short and life is good. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm pretty excited about this week's podcast. First thing I'd like to say is thank you to everyone who participated and donated in our 5K this weekend. We made over $80,000 and counting for St. Jude's Hospital for Children. Um, My grandson, Cameron, is very appreciative, as is our whole family and many, many families at that incredible hospital and research center. So thank you for that. Um, We start today after we talk about our Um, St. Jude event this weekend, we will begin talking about sex. I think that's an important topic. And I talk very briefly in this podcast about children, knowing that my grandchildren listen or will listen one day, possibly to this podcast. I want to make sure they understand and you as parents or adults understand my meaning and letting children understand the importance of sex I think for too long that has been a no-no and we don't talk about it. But what is important to me as a grown adult and a human being is that we place importance on mental health, emotional health, and that sexual health is very important when you are older and when you are sexually active. So instead of having such a taboo subject here, I want us to open that subject up. And as parents... It is your job (laughs) to decide when your children need to know these things and set the boundaries that are important to you. But I want to come off here as saying how important I believe sexual health is to good mental and emotional health. So that being said, uh, Lee's got some sweaty palms going on. So let's just get started. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, pretty lady. Hi. How are you? I'm happy as I could be. How are you? So wonderful. It's a beautiful Friday, right? Yeah. And you're feeling sexy because you were just singing the song. One hit wonder. Yeah. I'm too sexy. I'm too sexy for my. I don't know all the what? different things. <laughs> it was 1992. What if was that? If you got that right, I'm I think look I look th- it up I think later. I did. I remember it's, I'm too sexy for my pants. Too sexy for my pants. pants Are you really pants, singing pants, that? Pants, pants. We're actually I have no recording. Ah, we'll, we'll cut it. No, that's hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, we are happy because it is a beautiful, officially fall day. Yes. And we have had an incredible week. <sighs> Let's give a shout out. Yes. To these people. To a million people. <laughs> literally. Literally. Um, yeah. We have, uh, how much money have we Right now we're at $74,653 before we started. Let's rewind. Back (laughs) that train up. It started as you and Anna said, hey, let's do this run for uh, St. Jude. That's right. Anna said, let's call it Team Cameron. And you put the limit of... $1,500. $1,500 to raise. And before you could get out of the shower, you were like $2,000, right? 
Next day we were 24,000. Yes. And here we are less than one week later. Yes. And all this money is going straight to St. Jude. Mm -hmm. Cameron, by the way, is ecstatic. He's so excited. And so by the time you hear this podcast, I hope you all will have joined us because we're going to be at Hilliard Studio Method tomorrow. Yay. Starting the walk, our, our walk slash run slash bike. That's right. Um, and if you're not here with us, um, just do it anyway. Yeah. And we're going to keep the um, donation. Talk, go, talk about that for a minute. So whereas the race is tomorrow and that part of it is over, um, the donations continue on through the end of the year, which is wonderful. So people who want to donate again or didn't get a chance to or, you know, new month, new paycheck. <laughs> Great. Go again because, you know, you can see on Clary, your daughter's post, I think is the most well-explained example of how money gets used to give for free all the families and all. children experiencing cancer, you know, all of it, the, the things that help them every day go yeah. through something really horrible, do it with a little bit more ease. A lot <clears throat> more ease. Uh, right. As a matter of fact, I'm just was texting with my son-in-law, Robert. And I mean, they he's doing a, a round of chemo today. And just so people have never listened to this podcast, right, they're they're like, what is happening? Is Cameron? Cameron Gray is my grandson. My daughter is uh, Clary Gray and her husband is Robert. And they're all in Memphis at St. Jude's, which is a research uh, mm-hmm. cancer uh, Children's. institute for children. And <laughs> they're looking for a cure. When I talked to Clary on the phone yesterday, she said, they're not, this is not just about the greatest treatment in the world. And it is the greatest mm-hmm. treatment in mm-hmm. the world with the, the, the experts in the field, people from all over the world, look at this research being done at St. Jude's to treat can, uh, children with cancer everywhere. Right. Um, they believe they will have a cure for children's cancer. And I believe them too. And so all this money that we've been raising mm-hmm. is going toward that. That makes me so happy. It's really powerful. And I think it just goes to show how, you know, amazing this community of friends and family and really a lot of the clients who are friends and family at Hilliard Studio Method, mm-hmm. how much they love you all and how much, you know, people have just wanted to help and find a way. And this was a real tangible way for people to feel like they're doing good. And, and everything that we've gone through as a society over the past couple of years has been challenging. You know, we don't always get great news stories every day. And, you know, whenever there's an instance like this, when people rally and support and give and show kindness, it is just really what the human spirit is all about. And so it is uplifting. It is powerful. It is be powerful. And big thank you to you and to your daughter, Anna, for coming up with this. And then we just had fun taking the bull by the horns and making it happen. So it all culminates tomorrow with the walk or the run and the money keeps flowing. If you all are, you know, keeping, keeping your pocketbooks open uh, to the end of the year and right. then beyond. And I know a lot of people have already donated to St. Jude. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's sure. a charity that most people are familiar with. And yeah. so we're grateful. Thank you guys. Okay. Well, let's, let's uh, move on. I mean, okay. we're, we're, it's a, we're excited to be back on the mic. Um, yeah. We've been challenged lately with trying to balance out our lives. Gosh, mm. I know we're not, we're <laughs> definitely the only ones, right? It's true. I mean, I'm sure everyone is going through challenges on their own. And, um, and yeah, we've just been trying to uh, live life, live love, have fun, <laughs> rear children. There it is. <laughs> there it comes. Yeah. There it is. You know, uh, 
God. Well, I mean, life came back to a little bit of normal um, after we'd kind of shut down and taken it a little bit easier and slower. And so I think it's a little bit more of a smack in the face when we kind of look at this the calendar year is the school year and that's begun. And I yeah. think it's off to the races. So I'm glad children are for the most part in school and yes. activities have recommenced and the studios jamming, the studio jamming. which is fun, We're but it excited. doesn't mean it's, it's easy to manage. Yeah, no, it's the balance is not work. Work is feeling really good. Mm. We've got a lot of exciting things yes. going on with work and, and we are going to be telling you about that really soon. So soon there's, as we can, soon as we can. So as far as Hilliard studio method, great things are happening there. And, um, but I think the balance is coming in our personal lives and our, mm-hmm. You know, um, I love having my nine-year-old granddaughter here with me mm-hmm. all the time. And she is just a bright light in my yeah. life, in my day. But it's a challenge. Hey, hats back off again to all the moms and dads out there that get up every day and, you know, do the things you have to do, the lunches and the carpools and the, get the homework done and, mm-hmm. you know, handle the whole COVID situation still with the kids in masks and, you know, just, you know, really balancing life right now is, right. Uh, has been fascinating. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and even if you don't have children, that alarm clock might be going off and yeah. you might be hitting, hitting yeah. the grind for work or whatever you've got going yeah. on. And it, it, it's a lot. Well, I think the thing that's got me sort of off balance yeah, a little bit, us. I'm just going to say it. Um, Lee, okay. Again, I, you're across from me, but we like to have our time <laughs> just also two together, us. also together. Yeah. Um, Every relationship needs time together. So we've actually struggled a little bit with that Mm -hmm. and that the intimacy that we share, that we're sort of used to doing whenever, having that available more often. Right. (laughs) You know, how does one talk about sex without talking about sex, right? There's no, so, you know, I always have to keep in mind that one day my grandchildren will listen to anything on this podcast, (laughs) but I think that you know, it's time we all take a breath as a nation. I think I read somewhere this week, uh, I think it was in the New York Times. Someone said, America needs a nap. (laughs) (laughs) We all need a nap. Right. Um, I think resting needs to start. It commences right now. Uh Um, And to take that breather and to reconnect with one another. And that's the balance that I'm talking about Mm -hmm. um, is the balance with the responsibility of running business, the responsibility and love of taking care of my granddaughter, the responsibility of taking care of the needs of those around me, Me. you (laughs) and you being really very important. And um, thanks <laughs> in our relationship being very important. And it is. And I don't think um, I mean, we're struggling for in a time wise thing. Yep. As far as we just need our time together and we're finding it and we're very, very, uh, you know, we're very protective of it. Um, but we had a great conversation the other night with yep. another uh, heterose- with a heterosexual couple and they were talking about sex yeah. and the, and the lack thereof. Right. And well, I think there's those times in your life mm-hmm. where it's kind of a natural, uh, fork in the road, if you will. I mean, I think from my experience in talking to other people at different ages and stages, I think one, when you're busy with 
kids or multiple mm-hmm. children um, when maybe the breadwinner feels a little bit stressed out of having support to support mm-hmm the family and the life kind of starts to revolve around kids schedules Mm -hmm. and you just, you know, you start not having sex and that just is kind of like a, what am I trying to say? It breeds a bad cycle. Yeah. And and can, and that's where I I think that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about priorities, priorities. I think Mm -hmm. that, that intimacy between couples, between partners is I don't, I think it's, I think it's the biggest self-care. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, I think that's where the union uh, is unified. That's where Or you, goes to die. Or goes <laughs> to die. Right. I mean, nobody likes a cold bed. Nobody, and, and you, everyone knows how you feel when you're having a really good intimate relationship with your partner and really great sex is not, well, sex is important in that, I don't think we are fully living without really great yeah. <laughs> sexual relationships. Uh, and I'm it's really struggling to say this without talking about it, you know, in a, in a G way, because I think what I want to talk about sex is that mm-hmm. it's the most important thing in the life. I think of a couple, right? Because it is the beginning or the end of communication, Right. And it is also freedom. If you can be free enough with your couple and with your, Mm -hmm. with your partner to be yourself and open enough to express, you know, yourself that deeply then. Right. I wonder, I'm curious too. I wonder just how do we do an unofficial poll (laughs) as two women? Uh I feel like that's beneficial. Mm Mm-hmm for our sex life. Just, I, I don't What's know beneficial. if women, like the way we communicate. Right. Because right. I don't, I don't know. Yes. And but you can communicate and, you, and then you can, the communication can deepen with the sexual relationship, I believe. Mm-hmm. And of course we're no, we are not sex experts, but I'll tell you what we are is we're very intimate and we do understand how that changes our dynamic. Right. And I think the key to our relationship is a really open, warm, intimate sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. And I posit that you should teach your children that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, sex is not a no, no sex is important. You know, you know, teaching them the ground rules of how to negotiate sexual behavior, especially young people and teenagers and things like that are key and important and crucial. But also I think what we're not allowing our children or people to know is that, and maybe even older people, that sex is the greatest expression of love with your partner. Mm -hmm. It really is. Mm -hmm. I mean, sure. I love your meals that you cook for me, but (laughs) there it's, I think that if we can get down to, and maybe, maybe people need to go to therapy to figure out why they're not having so much sex. But I think what you, what you've got to do at the end of the day is go, all right, I'm making this a priority. So I know I have, you know, X through X to do during Mm -hmm. the day. I'm going to set aside this time, whether I have a sexual, so while we go have sex or not, it's going to be a time for real intimacy. Right. 
and never right. putting the pressure on yourself to do that. And I think a lot of couples have pressure like, oh, we exactly. had sex in a week. Oh my gosh. Right. In some cases in a lot longer than a week. Yeah. Um, and in some cases when that becomes challenging, I mean, you do probably have to rip the bandaid off and yeah. then you go, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and have you ever noticed how your communication just opens up so quickly after that? That's right. Um, but then there's a lot of things we, we have a couple of friends that we were talking to recently and different reasons for women or sometimes men that are not wanting to have, wanting to have sex. And sometimes that's hormonal. Sometimes it's more than just, I don't have time. And I think, but I think sexual, um, I think sex is so important for a relationship that whether you're having it or you're not having it, it's an important topic for you to bring up to yourself and then with your partner. And if your partner can't talk, talk about it with you, then you all need to get maybe a little help because I really believe that is the cornerstone of a great relationship. They should come over to dinner with us. Yes. Because clearly table. the two friends that we've mentioned, yeah. like <laughs> the couple and the other person we talked to about kind of hormones and yeah, libido yeah, yeah. and stuff feel, you know, free to talk to us about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. I think two women, um, the two of us, I've just never enjoyed having a relationship like this. I, I, I've had great, I still have great relationships in my life, but it's so, it's so full. Right. Right. And I know that you can do that with any partner. I just never experienced it until you, I think, Mm -hmm. don't want to say that to hurt anyone's feelings, you know, behind that. But, um, I like that. Yeah. But I feel the same way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I I think we just want to talk about this because balance and sexual behavior is important. Yeah. With like the challenge can be also, just having sex without it being the currency on the table that right. you can take away or give oh. as a punishment. Oh, that's da- right. That's damning. <laughs> right. That's damning. Yeah. That's damning to a relationship. Right. I'm just going to say that right up front. And I know it's done every single day, probably by everyone, at least, you know, if you're faking orgasms and you're in, and raise your hand, women. Yeah. Not <laughs> who haven't faked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it, if you're doing that, that is injustice to you and your partner and definitely to your you're partner. telling them something you like and they think you like it when you don't. Right. So I think maybe because we're women, we have an easier time of that because there's no faking. But right. And there's no tit for tat. I'm not, you know, right. Being with you because I want yeah. something yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. So it's a very pure and free, as you right. said, experience. So if you find yourself in this, I mean, yeah, that situation, I just think it's time to kind of step back, take a rest, take a look at yourself Mm -hmm. and go, I really want to live a full life. Who doesn't want to live a full life right now? And living a full life is not really lying about having an orgasm when you don't. I'm not sure how we got to that, but thanks for bringing that up, Lee. Because I think and not, you know, this is not, this is does not happen to men. I don't think. Right. <clears throat> Please, men, let me know if that if I'm telling something I don't know, because I think men are very, they're very obviously when they're having an orgasm. Women, on the other hand, are very good actresses, mm-hmm. and um, and sometimes you're just tired, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you just want to get it over with, I suppose. But um, in that case, I just, I just feel like it's time we all step back, look at each other and go, do we want to be in this relationship or not? If we do, I'm going to tell you something, big guy. I'm really tired tonight. <laughs> girl. Let's talk. 
Right. And, right. and, and if he goes, no, I'm, t- I'm too tired. I don't want to talk. I don't have sex. <laughs> you know, come to some sort of love language. Yeah. I hate using that term because that's a book or something, but. Um, <laughs> some sort of common ground where you can be open enough to discuss, you know, where you're struggling and what your wants and needs are, and then be open to hear the other side of it. And get some help and just get some therapy. So I think we're sort of, you know, good. Good there. We're good there. We don't want to go. Do you want to address anything on the hormonal side of that or too? I think I should. Go for it. I really think I should because now that I'm older and uh, when I was younger, some of the sexual issues with women are completely hormonal. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to speak like I would, if I were a doctor, I'm not an expert in this. What I'm an expert in is me. I'm very smart. I know exactly what my body did. And so even on being, when I was younger on birth control pills, what birth control pills does is it sort of tamps down, I believe your testosterone a little bit. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure I've got doctors going, no, 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 no. It does this, that, (laughs) but what I had was very low libido when I was on a birth control pill. And then it it turns out I talked to my doctor and he said, well, of course you did because, you know, it was keeping all these things low Mm -hmm. so that you wouldn't ovulate and have, and get pregnant when you're on the birth control pill. So then coming off of that and going into menopause, um, I found that I was getting, I had zero zero sexual desire. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, so about what age I was 51 when I finally went to uh, my doctor and he said, let me take your blood and see where your levels are. And I Mm -hmm. think that's what we should all do. Not And I don't mean at 51, there are women that need to do that at 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, any age women have uh, perimenopausal symptoms all kinds of times. So I went, had my blood taken and not shockingly to my doctor, but shockingly to me, I had zero, pretty much zero wow. testosterone and ridiculously low estrogen. And just, mm-hmm. it was, he was like, you must be exhausted. And I was <laughs> like, well, I, I didn't know I was exhausted. Right. But now, now, that, that, you bring, you now that you bring it up, I'm exhausted. I don't feel like having sex. I have no desire. And so I, that was that my exploration of, of uh, what's it called of HRT hormone replacement hormone therapy. replacement therapy and I did start doing home, I can't talk it <laughs> HRT at fifty one and literally when I started it within six months I f- I didn't know how bad I felt before. Mm. I not only had my libido back, I felt more energetic. Uh, my workout was actually working better for me. This was actually around the time I was starting Hilliard Studio Method mm-hmm. and things just started to click. I mean, that was a big deal. And I've had other doctors since then say that has been a real key, not just in your workout, but right. it helps you. It helps your muscles. It helps your, um, it helps belly fat. I mean, right. just ding, what you're ding. doing is you're not trying to become, it's not a youth effect. It's not like I'm trying to be younger as a woman, you do not start having your period again. You just right. simply have enough estrogen to feel better. You have enough testosterone to help your muscles and bones say, especially Strong. bone strength. Yep. And, uh, and there's one really big one that I guess my friends, every time I tell them belly flat, belly fat, yeah. uh, that's, you can see the belly fat situation happen as you age. And that's generally, I mean, of course it's also diet and all that kinds of things. But sure. It's a lot to do with your hormones and specifically mm-hmm. testosterone, okay. which women do need a 
small amount of. We don't need the mountain men do. Right, right. Um, and so I've never talked about hormones on this podcast, but I right. think it's I think it's something you don't talk, you don't listen to me about. You go to your doctor exactly. and go, do I need my blood taken to, to check my hormones? And they they may, or whatever they have to say, listen to them. But Be aware. that's key. And, and, and I think what we're trying to get to on this podcast always is self-care and self-love mm-hmm. and and when you have that self-care and this wholeness in your life you can share it with those around you right which makes your partner happier your children happier and you more successful in all the things you do it's so true i mean because we're all kind of reverberating off of each other's energy mm-hmm. and so if yours is lifted mm-hmm. it's better for everybody yeah so, well, yeah. that's good. That's good info. And um, my palms didn't get too sweaty. You know, I've been okay. wanting to talk about sex for a, a, a bit. And, uh, but I, I'm very aware that I'm a grandmother and I have grandchildren <laughs> that will listen to that. Oh, and, and I have a 13 and, and you have a 13 and 15 year old. <laughs> and I think it's important though, that they hear that, mm-hmm. that sex is not a, and trust me, I, I was, I was young too. I did not want to know about my, my parents. Right, sex. Right. This is not right. information they want to hear. What, what they need to hear, I believe <clears throat> is that sexual um, health is as key to life and happiness as in every type of help. And I think it goes directly along with mental health. Oh gosh. So true. You know, so, so true. So we're just trying to keep you all whole and having <laughs> sex and having a great time together. Yeah. So it's the weekend, baby. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go have some fun. That's hilarious. Um, oh my God. I love it. Uh, yeah. So that's all I have to say about sex. Should we press stop? <laughs> okay. Well, you guys get your green on. Meet us tomorrow. Of course, you, by the time this you hear this, you'll go, right. already wore my green. I already gave my money. Thank you very much. We're already appreciating yeah. that. Team. And so nobody can go from child, childhood cancer to sex faster than we can. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, wow. Team Cameron Gray and that in the same breath. I nice know. work. I know. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, y'all. Love you. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening today. Hilliard Studio Method is open. We offer classes inside, outside, or at home via Zoom, as well as our streaming platform. For more details, you can go to HilliardStudioMethod.com. Please follow us at Hilliard Studio Method, and I'm at Lee Canelli. I'm at Liz Hilliard HSM. I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review the Hilliard Studio Podcast.